Running is not meant to be stressful, and it doesn't have to be complicated. It's meant to bring us joy, clarity, and confidence. That's why I'm on a mission to teach you how I keep running simple and help you find your inner grit. Let's put an end to the idea that running is just one more weight loss strategy, because the truth is, running can actually be your ticket to a happier, more fulfilled life. By the way, this misconception that running is only meant for certain people, that the ability to run is something you either have or you don't, well, this just isn't true. Running has nothing to do with ability and everything to do with confidence. So follow me while I show you how to run your happy life. Everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Run Your Happy Life podcast. It's Tina, and I'm so thankful you're hanging out with me today, you guys. I know that whatever you're doing right now, there are a lot of things you could be listening to, but you chose to listen and hang out with me today during this time of yours, and I greatly appreciate it. Um, today, I want to talk a little bit about my journey from when I started running um, how I got into running, how I started running for more than just weight loss. And I want to talk a little bit about a couple of people I met along the way, the impact they had on me. And I want to leave with the message of who you hang out with is so, so important. It really is everything who you choose to spend your time with. So let's talk about it. Let's get into it, you guys. So when I first started running, I was, gosh, let's see. I was probably about 24 years old when I started running. I was running for weight loss. I only started running so that I could have a quick workout after work to hopefully burn the most calories. I mean, that was always my goal was how many calories can I burn? I know it's so it's so nauseating. I hate thinking of that now. And now to think of running that way, I don't even know how I did it. Um, well, actually, I didn't do it very well. That's the problem. So I would run initially because you guys know I didn't have a method for training. I, I actually wasn't even training. I was only going out for weight loss. So this is how I started. And it was pretty miserable. I started with running as far as I could, as fast as I could until I got tired, and then I walked until I hit one mile. So my goal was to run two miles as my workout after work, and I was in 0% running shape when I started, but I wanted it to happen. So I would run as far as I could, as fast as I could, and then I would walk, and then run, and then walk, and then run, and then die, and then breathe, and then it was just so bad. And then I would get to the turnaround, the one mile mark, and then I would turn around and come back and do the same thing, dreading every step, pushing myself way beyond my comfort zone. It was absolutely miserable. So that was my first experience with running. And I often refer back to that and think back to that when I'm talking to brand new runners and trying to convince people that this is something that could and should be a part of your life. I really try to channel <laughs> what it was like for me back then and how miserable it was. And I realized that that is the experience that most people have with running. Most people go out too hard, too hard, too fast, try to do too much. They're doing it for weight loss. 
and it just sucks. It just sucks. And so I did this for a couple of, I don't know, probably a couple of years off and on. So I would, you know, switch up going to the gym, going on these miserable runs, and really didn't have any goals in mind. I was just, like I said, doing it for weight loss, and it wasn't really working anyway. Um, but it definitely was not enjoyable until I started like working my way up in mileage. Not in a good way, not in a safe way, not in a fun way. I just, you know, the more I went out there and tortured myself, the farther I could go. So it got kind of interesting, like, oh, I wonder if I could do this. I wonder if I could do that. And I remember that the first race I ever signed up for was an 8K. I don't even know how I found out about this race, but I had heard about it. And, you know, growing up, I knew I did not know that people ran for fun. I didn't know that people, I didn't even realize there were races out there that you could sign up for, like that you didn't have to qualify for, that, you know, anybody could do it at any pace. And I remember signing up for my first 8K race. And I hadn't trained yet. I just heard about it. Now, an 8K is five miles. And I thought to myself, wow, wouldn't this be incredible? Oh, I know. I know. I heard somebody talking about it, about training for this race. And um, the person talking about it was doing it with a friend. And I overheard them. And, you know, they had asked me, well, is this something you'd like to try? And so, you know, they were not runners. And I said, uh, sure, I'll sign up. I'll try. That's what it was. So I overheard people talking about it. I decided to sign up for it. I did not train with anybody. And in fact, my training was absolutely awful. I knew I had to get to five miles for the race. And so what I did is what I think a lot of people do who don't have a particular structure or plan in place. I just went as far as I could, as many times as I could in a week. And so I was training, and I say that word loosely, I was training by going out and getting as close to five miles as I could every time I ran. And I did this as many days of the week as I could. I thought that's how I get ready, right? I have to get ready by just running as far as I can, as many days of the week as I can, and try to get close to five miles if I'm going to do this race. And so I did that for a couple of months. Um, probably two months total. And so <laughs> I I had never done an official race before. And I may have mentioned this in an earlier podcast, but it's worth telling, for, especially for anyone who's a new runner. And I ended up showing up at the start line of the race and not knowing that I had to go and pick up all of my things the day before. You couldn't pick it up on race day. You had to go the day before. Well, I didn't know that, didn't realize that. And I show up the day of the race and everybody has their numbers pinned on them. And I started asking around like, you know, where do you get your number? And then, you know, they kind of looked at me funny and said the convention center. And so I said, okay. So I, you know, made my way towards the convention center where I quickly found out that it was the convention center the day before the race. And so there was no way for me to get that number before the race was going to start. And so I stood there at the start line and, you know, the, the race started and I stood there and I cried. And I cried because I had worked so hard, miserably hard, you guys, like way harder than I should have trained for this race. And I just cried. I could not believe that this had happened. In hindsight, I can totally believe this happened. I can totally see why I did this. They probably sent out an email or something and I missed it. And anyway, it was, it was devastating. And then... I remember going home, and this is kind of my personality. 
on my own and I was I was so upset and I said that's it I'm finding I'm finding another run I'm finding another race and I'm doing it and I looked it up and the, the next race in my area in Virginia Beach was going to be the rock and roll half marathon and I said I'm doing it I don't care I'm doing it so this was in March when I missed that race when I was at the start line and couldn't do it and the rock and roll was going to be in September so what was that I had March April May June July August September to train for this half marathon and I said I'm doing it well I had convinced my boyfriend at the time Mike my now husband to train with me he was also not a runner and he actually hated running but I convinced him to do it with me it was really it was a big race right and it was pretty exciting and I thought okay let's do it we trained the same horrible way that I trained for the fi- the five miler which was going out and doing as much as we could as often as we could and so we would literally just try to like add one mile each week and try to just run it like okay we're gonna run five milers this week then six milers and seven milers all the way up to 13 miles which is a half marathon it was miserable you guys it was so miserable and we made it to the start line of the half and I remember my family came it was a big deal they came from Pennsylvania and they were so excited for me and I did it we did it it was it was so hard it was so 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 hard and it was hot and I remember getting frustrated because Mike felt better than I did and I kept saying to him like just go just go and you know he didn't he stayed with me and I remember getting to the last three miles and having to walk so much and thinking I'm never going to make it I'm never going to make it and you know we finally crossed the finish line we were so proud and just thinking like I can't believe I did that that was incredible I can't believe I did that my training was crazy I would never train for a race the way that Mike and I did to train for that one you know just going out and running but I realized people don't naturally know how to train for things or even how all of this works and so I finished it and I swore like okay I'm done I'm like I'm never doing this again because it was so hard to get there using the method I was using and so that's when my friend Kelly and a co-worker Kelly O'Brien who I hope you will listen to this Kelly I love you and I adore you and I'm so grateful for you she was an avid runner she was a marathoner like full marathons she was doing all of the time and she came into my classroom I was a teacher at the time and she said Tina I want you to do this race with me and I said what race and she said I want you to do this marathon with me and I said a marathon she was like yeah do the marathon with me and I said Kelly I can't do a marathon that's 26 miles I I almost died running 13 there's no way I can do it and she said yes you can I have a plan just do it with me like let's do it it was going to be in March so it was going to be we were it was we were in the fall time when she had asked me and then it was going to be in March we were going to train through the fall and the winter and be ready to do it in March and I thought Kelly do you really think I can do this I genuinely so naively looked at her and I I was asking her if my body would be able to do this even though it was my body and I was living in it I was asking her like Kelly do you really think I can do this really do you really think like like okay really think about it do you think this is something I can do and without hesitation every time yes let's do it and I you know I thought to myself like okay here we go and so Kelly that was the first time someone had taught me how to train you know she had done this before this was not her first rodeo 
and I had my first experience with a training plan. She had the days laid out, what days we were going to be running, how far we would need to run, and I was kind of in shock that you didn't have to go 20 miles every week, right? Like I didn't understand how this worked. In fact, most training plans don't even take you all the way up to your race distance. So, you know, for the marathon, which is 26 miles, we were only going to train up to 20. And it, we were only going to do that one time out of the whole training plan, go up to 20 miles. So it was all pretty crazy, but it was, it, it has so much less to do with the training plan and so much less to do about the miles. And it really had everything to do with her believing that I could do something like this. I just needed her to continuously remind me that this was something I could do right? Like that's what I needed from her this whole time. I followed her as Mike said, he said it then and he'll say it again now. Like I followed her around like a baby duck. Like just, just tell me what to do. Tell me what to do. I didn't know what to do. And, uh, I just needed her. I needed her faith in me and I needed to just know that she believed in me and that I could do it. And so we trained, we, you know, made some memories together and then March rolled around and you know, the marathon came and we did it. We did the marathon. I did my very first marathon. It was not Kelly's first. It was my first and it was incredibly challenging. It was so awesome. I cannot believe, even now when I think about it, I cannot believe that my body did that, that my body carried me 26.2 miles. It was pretty incredible. I was so excited and I was also hooked. I was completely obsessed. Like, that's it. Like, I could not wait. Like, if my body could take a training plan and just continually climb that ladder, right? Like, keep getting uncomfortable. I just couldn't get enough of knowing how far could I go? How fast could I go? Like, I was in shock that I could do something like that. And all it took was somebody telling me and truly believing, like, yes, you can do this. And so... You know, really the rest is history. I sit here and I have my journal, my running journal that I kept very, you know, diligently about all of my runs. But the next thing I said once we finished this was, when is the next one? And I wonder if I can beat my time. And so before, you know, at this time I didn't have kids. Mike traveled a lot, so I had I, I didn't have a lot of obligations. And we had time to train. I had summers off. I was a teacher, so I could run in the summer. Um, but most of my training, honestly, was in, in the colder months when I was working. I just, I was able to go after work and not, again, not have to worry about coming home, taking care of the kids, all of that, the stuff, you know, the challenges that I feel like I have right now. And so we did. We picked some, we, we did the Outer Banks Half Marathon in November. I'm sorry, the Outer Banks Full Marathon. We did the Shamrock Marathon again. And that time when we did the Shamrock Marathon, we were really trying to qualify for Boston, which is a huge deal. Boston, the Boston Marathon, you have to qualify for based on your finish time. So this, all of this, it was just so mind boggling. Like this actually happens. Like there are things like this out there that people can strive for and not like just elites, like anybody can strive for it. And I, my mind was like wrapping my mind around this idea that like you could take anybody, the, you know, the, the average, the average person and, and turn them into a runner and watch them complete races and work on their goals. Like it was just to me, I was like, it spoke to my spirit because I am a former athlete, right? I was an, ath- I was an athlete 
my whole life up until college, you know, softball, volleyball, basketball, cheerleading, like I love to be active. And so once I became an adult, I really missed that. Like I really craved it and I missed, I missed that feeling of digging and pushing and, and, you know, having gone through this program now that I have with these brand new runners, I realize there are so many people who never even got a chance to experience that, even in high school. Like, yeah, there are a lot of former athletes that have come back and joined this running program because they've craved it kind of like I have. But there are also people, a lot of people who never even had the opportunity to experience that as a kid or in high school or at any point in their life, like to realize how rewarding it is to dig deep and push hard and feel like, such a badass like there is there is nothing that can take the place of that feeling of accomplishing something hard and tough and you know really diving in and digging into that the burn and you know it really just hurts so good and so when my eyes were open to this I was hooked because I kept thinking like this is it like this is like sports for adults right and there's no minimum requirement like you can do this no matter what pace you're going no matter what distance you feel like running like you pick your thing and you do as you as well as you can and then you come back and try again and I was like again mind blown I was hooked and so what was my first adventure well first I wanted to beat my time and then Kelly and I decided let's try to qualify for Boston The times for Boston are pretty incredible. Like you really have to be fast to qualify for Boston. And so Kelly and I spent a whole training season through the winter running for speed, marathon training, but for speed. The only time I've ever done that actually was whenever we trained for the Shamrock and tried to qualify for Boston. Now it's based on your age. So your age has different finish times. However old you are, Um, Your finish time needs to be quicker. Obviously, if you're younger, you have to finish quicker than if you were older. And um, so Kelly and I were working on different times that we were trying to accomplish. But we were out there running track workouts, doing sprints, like looking up all, reading all the books, doing all the things. It was very intense. Again, a completely different season of my life. Like that is not me. That is not me anymore. It's not my desire right now. I don't know about the future either. It wasn't as appealing to me as distance was, but that's a whole other conversation. But we tried and we worked and we worked and we pushed and um, we got to the marathon and we ran it and it was really incredible. I came nowhere near my finish time. I didn't get anywhere close to where I needed to be to qualify. Um, I had my best marathon time ever that year. And looking back, like, I can't believe how fast I was able to run 26 miles for me, like for my goals, not, you know, comparing myself to anyone else. But for me, it was so fast because I, I typically, I'm not a fast runner. It's just not my strength. Like, I don't. Uh, it's not easy for me, right? It doesn't come naturally to me. So it's not quite as enjoyable to me as distances. But Kelly went out there and she freaking qualified for Boston. Oh, it was so incredible. She ran so hard. She ran. And of course, we weren't together, right? Like we had different finish times. She was way ahead of me. And she finished. And I just remember, I think, you know, I, I had a bottle of champagne. I had some shirts made for her about like I'm Boston bound. And it was really amazing. It is such an amazing accomplishment. She she ran 
her butt off and we worked so hard and she did it. And you know, I didn't and I'm okay with that. I I really didn't, not that I didn't expect to, I tried. I mean, I really tried, but it just wasn't in the cards for me and that's okay. I decided to set some other goals after that. Like it was fun, it was an experience. I 100% killed that race. Like, I don't know if I'll ever do a marathon that fast. Again, I'm not saying like, I'm, I'm not breaking breaking any records, but for me, compar- comparatively to me and what I typically run, I did really, really well. And I'm very proud of that. But I was so happy for her, so happy for her. And what's really, really fun is that this was all probably, she would be able to tell me exactly, but it's gotta be like 10 years ago, 11 years ago when this all happened. And now, you know, she had left running for a little while and she's recently come back to running and she has been running. She's been doing the program with a couple of friends of ours and she's gone through it and she's worked her way up to five miles and she's still going and she's working her way to a 10K by the end of this month. And we get to relive some of these memories all over again. And I just, I'm so, it's just, it's such an honor to be doing this with Kelly. And it's funny because you know, she'll send me messages about, I wouldn't be doing this without you, or I'm doing this because of you. Like I got here again because of you. And I feel the same way about her. I told her like, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't have this program if I didn't have Kelly, because here's the one thing she taught me. Kelly taught me that if you give somebody the confidence, if you can show them to believe, they just need to believe in themselves, help them to see that they are strong and they are tough and they are able to do hard things. And if you can just help somebody see that, the rest is history. The rest is history. The rest is details, right? It's just tiny details. All you really need is the confidence to say like, I, I guess I can do this. And I didn't have it, but Kelly had it for me. And she continually told me and showed me that I could do it and I just kept showing up. And so because of that experience that I had with her, that's how this program ultimately got here. That's how this this was created because I wanted to be the person who could look at someone who had never run before and say like, yes, you can do this. Yes, you can. Because the truth is, you guys, if you're listening to this, Yes, you can. Whatever that goal is that you're thinking of, as I tell this story, if you're thinking to yourself like, wow, five miles, an 8K? If you're thinking to yourself, wow, a half marathon? Really? The answer is yes, 100% yes. If you have the desire and you are willing to put in the time, 100% yes. Now, I'm in a different place. You guys know that I tell you that all the time. I am not in a place where I can speed train as much as I needed to, to try to qualify for Boston or to work on my speed. I'm not, I'm just not into that right now. I am more in the place of my life this season where shorter is probably better for me and the longest that I, I probably should do comfortably because I want things to be enjoyable is a half marathon. And so as I've mentioned before on the podcast, once I get through this, I'm running the Pittsburgh marathon in May. Once I get through this training for the Pittsburgh marathon, I will drop back and stick to half marathons for a little while, for a little while, until my season shifts a little bit. Just because I think we should pick our goals based on something that makes us feel like it's something a little undoable, right? Like it's something we're gonna have to really stretch for, but also something that fits with our season of life right now. It should not be stressful. It should not be super overwhelming. It should be exciting. It should be a little intimidating, but it should be exciting. 
And to get there, it's just going to light you up. And you're going to say, I need to do that again. How fast can I go? I wonder how much farther I can go. And it doesn't matter. So, so you can pick your goals based on what you have time for and then continue to come back, hit reset, and see, if, see what you can do next. Because even if you don't have as much time, if you can't dedicate hours and hours and hours on the weekend to train for a marathon, then maybe you come back and train for, let's say, a 10K, and then you do it again. And you say, I wonder if I can do it faster. So your workouts are a little faster. And, you know, you just keep setting those goals. And you guys, it's like it's like a playground for adults. Like it's like grownups get to, you know, have track and field. You get to go out and see what can I do? What can I win? And you're always against yourself, which is the best part. And I'll tell you what else is great about running is that everybody is so dang supportive when you're out there. Everybody is so kind and helpful and happy and and you just you're surrounded by people who are all trying to beat their own goals and you know people are passing you and you're passing people but everyone is pretty happy for each other because we are all out there with our own goals we're not out there trying to win first place we're not out there trying to beat anybody else we're just out there setting our goals based on what we've done before and what we want to stretch ourselves to do again. And it's just, it's really awesome. And I think, you know, Mike and I talked last night a lot about this program and, you know, at its core, it is it is about so much more than running, you guys. It is about so much more than running. It is about, there are some little nuggets along the way that really just help you to live a fuller life, a more a more fulfilled life, you know, about the whole idea of, first of all, setting realistic goals for your workouts. Like three days a week is realistic, it's doable, and you will gain some significant growth with three days a week. Like that in itself is a huge, a huge nugget of like, this is a life, a life lesson that you can go far with three days a week. Or the idea that you're not too old your body is made exactly how it should be, and your body can 100% take on a running challenge, regardless of what shape it's in, and you start where you are. I know one of our runners reached out to me during one of our reflection sessions when they tell me how they're feeling, and I'll, I love this so much, and I never really thought of it this way, but she said, what I love most about these groups and listening to our conversations, the podcast, things like that is, she said, it made me realize that even though I'm a beginner, the feelings that I'm going through are the same feelings that you, Tina, or other experienced runners have just at their level. So I'm getting uncomfortable right now. My long runs are uncomfortable. I am stretching and pushing myself to uncomfortable places and it hurts so good. And so are my new runners. But our goals are just different, but we feel the same. So we're all pushing and we're all showing up and we're all posting our three workouts each week, but we're doing so with the understanding and, and the, like the acknowledgement that I feel you. Like I feel you. I 100% feel what you're feeling this week because I feel it too. And it's really magical because that's with me as their mentor or coach and then the new runners, their hype squad, who are the people kind of in between us, right? Like at all different levels, whether we are running three and a half miles on the weekend, 13 miles on the weekend, or 30 minutes on the weekend, we're all feeling the same. And there's something really beautiful about that. And that's why we all are so strong and supportive of each other. And 
and you know, when we're in these groups, you can go through and, and scroll through and watch everybody just lift each other up. And that's what running does for you. Running, it really just makes you a happier, more appreciative, a more fulfilled person. And that's why these races are so awesome because that's how everybody around you feels. Everyone is so proud of themselves and feels like, you know, I have this goal and I just proved to myself that, you know, dang it, I can do it if I just keep showing up. And the secret sauce, the one thing that everybody has in common is that no matter what, we keep showing up three days a week. And it's just like this unspoken rule that we've created in our in our program, in our membership, in our groups is that we have this agreement that look, we're all in different places and we're all at different paces, but we are all going to show up three times each week. And we're gonna we're gonna post, we're gonna show you our sweaty selfie, and we're gonna say like workout one, checked off the list. And we're gonna do that each week. And as we show up, we continue to grow together and lift each other up and look for each other and support each other. And it's just so freaking amazing. And you know, there's nothing that lifts you up more than lifting up other people. And that's what is so beautiful about this group. But you know, this group or not in this group, like just runners in general, the community is just, it's such a great place to be. It's such a great thing to be a part of. And I hope if you haven't started running, like I know a lot of people listening to this right now are in my groups. They use this a lot when they're on their runs. And so they can, they already know what I'm saying. They can feel it, they can see it. You know, they can feel like they're a part of something and they can see themselves changing and realizing how strong they actually are. And that's so exciting and so incredible. But if you're not a part of this, just imagine that, you know, if you were able to sign up for an event, a track and field as an adult, as a grown up and say, like, I wonder if I can do, you know, the long jump, whatever it is. I wonder if I can do this. Like, as excited as you would be as a kid to do that, that's what you can feel again. Like you can ignite that spark again by picking what you wanna sign up for as far as running goes. Like, do I wanna sign up and try to do a 5K? Do I wanna sign up and try to do an 8K, which is five miles, or a 10K? Like, what do you wanna do? And just know that it's all freaking possible. It's all possible. As long as you commit to showing up three times each week, starting where you are and following the path to get you there, it is 100% possible. And you start to think at first, I can't do this, this is too hard. But sure, it does not take long to realize you guys that, wow, that was hard, but it didn't kill me. It actually felt pretty good. And now I feel amazing that it's done. And you're gonna keep showing up and realizing that. It's just, it's, it's really incredible. And it's something you have to experience. But if you're out there wondering, is this something I could do? You're having doubts? Yeah, but I can't do it because of X, Y, and Z. Well, if you tell yourself that, then that is 100% true. If you spend your time saying, I can't do it because of X, Y, and Z, then you're right. Then you're 100% right, you can't, because that's what you've told yourself. But if you come to this, regardless of what position you're in, and you say to yourself, I can do this. If I just show up three times a week, I can do this. Then you are also 100% right. It's a decision you get to make. But be mindful of what you tell yourself because what you tell yourself will be your reality. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you, if you give yourself a chance and say, I wonder if, and you allow yourself to lean on somebody who can give you that confidence, then do it because it will change you. And eventually that confidence that's being given to you, that's being loaned to you, it will become yours. And you'll see that. You'll feel it with that experience. You'll show up and be like, dang, I did it. And then we'll, I'll ask you guys, 
you know, if you're doing it with us, I'll say, I want you to look back at day one when you were running for 15 seconds or 20 seconds. And now I want you to realize that you just ran for two minutes or that you just ran for five miles, like some of our runners who are farther on in the program. Please, please put that in perspective. Please put that in perspective. Because remember how you felt that day and remember how you feel now and look at what you've done just from showing up three times a week and saying to yourself, I wonder if, I wonder if, I wonder if, and you keep showing up. Oh, it is so exciting. Well, you guys, if you haven't started running yet, I hope this inspired you to give it a chance. There is so much, so much fun to be had with running, so much adventure to be had with running. If you haven't started, here's what I want you to do. I want you to go out and I want you to jog for 15 seconds and I want you to walk for five minutes and I want you to repeat that four times. You're going to jog for 15 seconds, you're going to walk for five minutes and you're going to repeat that four times and then you're going to stop and pat yourself on the back because you just finished your very first training run and then you're going to go out after one day of rest and you're going to do it again except you're going to do 20 seconds. So you're going to run for 20 seconds, walk for five minutes, and repeat it four times. And then you're going to pat yourself on the back because you just finished your second training run. And then you're going to give yourself a day to rest, and you're going to go out one more time that week. And then this time, you're going to do it again. But you're going to run for 25 seconds, and you're going to walk for five minutes, and you're going to repeat that four times. And then you're going to stop and pat yourself on the back and say, hell yes, I just did one week of training to become a runner and that's what you did and you showed up three times and you completed your week so if you haven't done it yet if you're on the fence if you're hesitant if you wish wondering thinking do it and then you just keep going three days a week tiny steps at a time you guys have got this and I can't wait to watch I will tell you sneak peek we will be starting our spring group we will be having a challenge, a free five-day challenge. We'll be starting in March. We'll do it for five days. We're going to show up. We're going to do some workouts together. We're going to post in a private Facebook group. And then I will open up the offer for new runners, new runners to join us for the spring session, which is insane that we're talking about this because my winter runners are killing it and they're already into February, already into February. They're running a 5K in March and they're already into February and I feel like we just started. They are so hyped. I am so hyped. We are going places, you guys. I can't wait to tell you more. If you haven't done so yet, head over to Instagram and follow me at Run with Tina Reppa. Head over to Facebook and follow my page, Tina Reppa Running, and send me a DM if you have any questions. You guys can go to www.tinareppa.com forward slash run to sign up and get on the wait list for the challenge so that you know you get the information as soon as it's ready and I can't wait let's do it you guys I am so pumped all right get out there and have a run feel good feel happy and let's get it done have a great day you guys I'm on a mission to turn non-runners into runners and doubters into believers so if this is you be sure to subscribe to the podcast until next time go get uncomfortable and chase that sunshine